If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again. And this is episode number 264, Oregon Matters. Marketing, deception, and hunkering down. Planning your ass versus the law. There are a couple of things that have been on my mind as late. So naturally, what better way to get something off my mind and quite possibly off my chest than to share it with you, my good friends and neighbors here in my beloved Salem, Oregon. A place that should certainly know what I'm talking about and maybe even be just a bit stupefied, as I know I am. Now, I don't want to give you the wrong impression about personal hygiene. And if you are listening to what I'm saying right now, and you've demonstrated good judgment, clearly demonstrating that by the simple act of listening to my show, your mind is more or less firing on all cylinders, and you are probably above average in intelligence. As for the rest of you, well, let's just say this might be a really good time to listen closely before other people begin to refer to you as words that begin with the letter I or the letter M. When you're doing something, well, it's important to know the real reason why the hell you're doing it. Now, I, I know that may sound so straightforward and simplistic, you might be wondering why the hell I'm saying such a thing. I'm saying that because I'm going to demonstrate to you how people do things which actually contradict their intentions all the time. And often, they don't even know they're doing it. A lot of people assume that the common practice of using these germ-killing wipes that are offered at grocery stores to wipe the main handle of the shopping cart with, you know, they really took off when we were dealing with COVID two or three years ago, but actually they were around long before that. But the thing is, what most people don't know is that their real purpose is not so much to kill germs. Its real purpose is marketing. 
One of the things I've done for several years is watch human behavior and interaction very closely, especially in public. And uh, one of the best places to do research, I found, is the supermarket. It is not only one of the best places to sharpen your financial wits concerning the food industry's con game that the supermarket plays, but human behavior as well. Um, well, if you were a keen observer, you would be amazed at everything that you can find out about a person simply by watching them shop for groceries. And one of the things that I find not only annoying, but extremely, actually pretty depressing, is when a current or nascent germaphobe, usually a woman or somebody that thinks they are, they grab a shopping cart and frantically, some might even argue obscenely, begin cleaning the damn cart handle. And sometimes uh, they might even use one or more of those little germ towels to do the job. Now, I don't have a problem with that per se. I'm not going to be Nazi police on how many little towels they use. Um, it's what's done after they do that that it's the problem. You see, if you follow that woman, for example, typically one of the first things that you'll come to is the produce section. And, uh, and she does what a, you know, a completely natural, she starts checking out and pawing over the produce. The same produce that's been pawed over by dozens of hands just within the last hour alone. And she's not even giving it a second thought. And the same thing applies to just about all the other main food items in the store. When you pass the dessert or bread aisle on the way out, you would probably be really surprised to know how many times that loaf of bread was picked up and it was only, you know, put back down again. And the same thing, of course, applies to a greater or lesser degree to hundreds of other items in the store. Hopefully, you can now see clearly the silly futility of uh, frantically wiping down those cart handles with that anti-germ cloth thing. The only question that remains then is why? Why do they even bother to offer them? Because like I said earlier, it's marketing. The primary reason for offering you those little anti-germ towels is that it, it's them saying, we care. We care about your health and your family's health. When in reality, as I already clearly told you, it essentially does nothing. You see, what happened was 20, 20 years or so ago, 
some marketing genius. I've always considered marketing to be a nice, non-threatening, benign term for scheming manipulations, you see. But anyway, they started doing it. And the next thing you know, everybody's doing it. So now you know what that bullshit is really all about. You really want to shop safely in a supermarket? Well, here's what you'd need to do. You'd need to go get yourself an astronaut suit, which is hermetically sealed. Because otherwise, you're just wasting time and millions upon millions of little germ towels going into the damn landfill. So now, let me talk about the other article that's kind of been a bee in my bonnet for some time. This is something really aggravating me. Um, well, it's a, it's a boatload of uh, batshit crazy as far as I'm concerned. I would like to point out, however, that this is something I personally experienced hearing over and over and over again. I'm not entirely certain people actually believe this, or if some people really just have gotten to the point where they will believe just about anything. Of course, I'm talking about that apparently it has become totally common and accepted advice here of hunkering down. Now, I have no idea where this damn hunkering down started. Of course, there is the natural inclination that people have that when there's something, you know, that's often repeated and very popular, they naturally assume it comes from their town, their city, or their state, or at least their country. But despite my best efforts, I have not been able to find out where the hell this comes from. So at this point, perhaps it might be helpful if I described what hunkering down is, or at least as best as I can understand it. Hunkering down, uh, I guess it's the belief that you somehow have the God-given right to not surrender yourself or your property to the police and or apparently to any other authority if you have chosen to assume a squatted position like, say, behind a door or any other kind of structure that authorities may want to enter. Um, I mean, you can, you can prevent them from entering, supposedly here, by assuming a hunkered-down position and loudly stating to whatever authorities are maybe attempting to enter the domicile or whatever structure you may be attempting to enter, that you are hunkered down. So just squat your ass there and yell out, can't come in, I'm hunkered down, uh, to the top of your lungs or however the hell you do it. And the authorities apparently have no other choice but to leave the premises and may not return again 
for a minimum of 24 hours. Again, this is what I have been repeatedly told. They said, well, in addition to that, if the person that is or was hunkered down was frightened to the point that they defecated due to being so frightened, having to tell such authorities, um, you know, that they that they were hunkered down and that they had to leave, then those authorities may not return to the same domicile for at least 72 hours, after which any authorities may return to the premises, but are not subject to the same rule as before. No, I'm sorry, are subject. Yes, that's what, yes, they are subject to it. Uh, so if the person or persons have, in fact, hunkered down and told whatever authorities that they are hunkered down, said authorities are once again obliged to leave the premises. Okay? Okay. Supposedly, there is no limit on the number of times a person or persons can declare this act of hunkering down much to the great anger of police or the other authorities. And just so you know, one of the very first times I heard about this um, was from some man who was in a, in a cell phone while I was using the restroom at a Walmart. And in all honesty, I thought it was one of the dumbest things I had ever heard. And I thought that the man who was in the bathroom stall was joking with whoever he was talking to. But that was about to change. Because when I went to the, you know, the next store a few days later... I was at a Freddy's, and when I was there, there were two men in line behind me. And basically, I heard the same story again, one of them giving the other one the advice. And because uh, the one the one fellow, he was saying that he was trying to explain to the other one. And I heard this very clearly, that he was worried about ending up on the street because he hadn't paid his rent or something, and... The other man very enthusiastically told him not to worry. He says all he had to do was hunker down. Um, so long story short, I have heard this story in public at least 10 times now. In the last couple of months, about. And uh, on top of that, several people that I know They've bought, brought the subject up to me, and they're telling me the same thing as well. Um, so I keep hearing about the different people having this same conversation amongst themselves. Honestly, um, I have no damn idea if this is just a Salem thing or what. You tell me. You know... I really wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't yet another one of them damn laws 
uh, that's, you know, one of those things that came uh, from, left over from Brown, uh, that more, it was more or less created up there in the People's Republic of Portland, because believe me, there's a, <laughs> there's a whole hell of a lot of people there who routinely hunker down. Hey, until next time, this is Ernest reminding you that there are no bad words, just bad actions. Take care.